Oh, misery guts like myself. <laughs> Customer Tim, will you start, please? Would you possibly have a copy of Tea for One by Miser Linnelli? <laughs> you have come and look at the window box, Maud. <laughs> or I just called to say you owe me. <laughs> or I dreamt I dwelt in Marble Arch. <laughs> By chance, do you have a seven and six trombone? <laughs> or my old man said cancel the van. <laughs> Swing low, sweet caricot. <laughs> How much is that doggy in the skip? <laughs> what luck. <laughs> I don't have any of them. But before you go, was it you lot who spilt a gallon of black paint just outside the shop entrance? A gallon of black paint? Right outside the shop? Oh dear, yes it was, I'm so yeah. sorry. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, be off with you. And never darken my doorstep again. <laughs> How are we going? Merry Christmas! Ah, peace at last. Can I put a piece of coal on the fire? No, you'll fill the shop with smoke. That's because the chimney wants cleaning. I'm not paying the chimney sweep to shove another boy up there. Use <laughs> your big brush. Well, there's your problem. It's full of chimney boys. Can I get them out? No. Wait till somebody wants to buy a boy band. <laughs> Oh, what fresh hell is this? Carol singers, Scrum. Carol singers? And am I to suppose you're going to accompany them? I am. Oh, well, all right. As long as they don't sound Christmassy. Tell them they'll have to sing the words of one carol to the tune of something else. <laughs> Let's try the words of Silent Night to the tune of Tequila. died away, Scrump stood for a moment with a contented smile upon his face, then took out the earplugs. <laughs> Season's greetings to you, Uncle Scrump. The unexpected visitor was Scrump's nephew, Fred, a tall, jolly-faced, ebullient young man in jovial mood. Fred had a prosperous look about him, having made his fortune from the sales of his travel book, Around Iceland in a Fridge. <laughs> What do you want, nephew? I've come to invite you to join the family for our Christmas jollifications. Can't think of anything worse. Yes, I can. Swanee kazoo. <laughs> come now, Uncle, you'll enjoy it. This year we're having a grand Christmas ball at the city's trendiest nightclub, the Bar Humbug. Bar Humbug? Christmas. 
the party wouldn't be the same without you, Uncle Scrumpf. Is it true that you keep a trumpet locked away in a cupboard which you never, ever play in public? Yes. Good. <laughs> in that case, you'd be more than welcome. And I can promise you a goose. Tempting. But my housemaid, Samantha, takes care of that sort of thing. The lovely Samantha. Where is the little temptress? She's just popped out to get the price of a meal in exchange for a fiddle. <laughs> then as soon as she gets back, she's promised Colin to polish his upright. Busy girl. Yes, and on a Thursday she works the strand as an organ grinder. Yes, well, we get the picture. Uh, well, why not bring her with you to the party? I'm not coming to your party. Christmas, I hate Christmas and everything about it. Be off with you. You too, crotchet. I'm going to bed in disgust. Surely not. You haven't seen the bed. So, in a foul mood, Scrumpf made his way upstairs to his frugal chamber, where he soon found himself between the sheets. Ah, there I am. <laughs> but sleep, like laughs, would not come easily that night. And as the clock began to strike midnight, he sensed a presence in the room. Oh! Samantha? <laughs> I've told you before not to bring them home. But he was mistaken, for it was not the delightful Samantha. Oh, no. Looming out of the darkness appeared the figure of a man whose funeral garments and ghastly face were only too familiar to Scrumpf. It was the figure of his deceased partner, the late Jacob Marley. Oh, 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 up, up, a loop, a long bamboo. Good golly, it's Marley. Yes, it is I, your late partner, in life even more grasping and miserable than yourself. But now, in this afterlife, I must pay the price. Ooh! I have come back to warn you, Ebenezer Scrump, and what you shall hear will curdle your blood and chill the marrow in your bones. You're not going to sing, are you? Yes, I am. In that case, I'd like you to sing along with some well-known songs in the game known as Pick Up Phonograph. My housemaid, Samantha, went along to the wax cylinder lending library earlier to see the kindly old archivists who haven't been too well of late. Their lungs are becoming affected by the notorious London pea supers, and they were worried their panting and coughing might rankle with Samantha. However, she assured them there's no problem. She says she'll let them know if sitting there with the noise of coughs and pants around her wrinkles. <laughs> You should sing along Marley until at my signal Samantha turns the volume down to nothing. 
If on its return you're within a midges minimum of the original, I'll be awarding points. And points mean prizes. What does moronic bellowing mean? <laughs> this week's prize is sure to delight every veteran of the Crimean campaign who's keen to upgrade his soft furnishings. It's this stylish balaclava pelmet. <laughs> Your song, Marley, is Gilbert and Sullivan's latest chart topper, A Wandering Minstrel Eye. And as a special treat, I'd like the narrator to join in the loud bits. <laughs> Off you go. Of ballad songs and snatches, and me My catalogue is long to every fashion ranging, and to your humours changing, I tune my supple song. I tune my Well, that doesn't frighten me. <laughs> Ebenezer Scrum, you will be visited this night by three phantoms. The ghosts will warn you to mend your ways, or else you will end up like me. Ooh. <laughs> and with that...